Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Mike Dano about Apple's decision to pause development on its augmented reality glasses and shift their focus more on mixed reality for the time being. We discuss the challenges of developing AR glasses and also discuss the implications for the service providers who will need to provide the network connectivity to support AR glasses. Hey, good morning, Kelsey. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm here. <laughs> Just okay. That's fine. Maybe need some more coffee. I might need more coffee. Also, I needed to stop snowing here. That would be fantastic. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of rain yesterday, but no snow yet. No snow. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we have uh, six, inches, six inches outside, probably another six coming today. Phew, that's too much. That's too many inches, guys. <laughs> too much snow. Yeah. Um, so you were telling me um, offline that uh, I think Bloomberg released a new report about some Apple glasses. So tell us a little bit about that. What are what are those glasses? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I have been following this story with interest because for a couple of reasons. One is that so several years ago, Bloomberg hired a guy named uh, Mark um Mark Grumman, I think is how you say his name. Uh, and uh, he is, he's like the Apple scooper. And he is sort of widely known in the industry as a reporter who has a real good inside track on what's going on at Apple. And so he'll often, you know, write that they're doing stuff. And then later that year, they'll release exactly what he said that they would release. And so he, he really is. Um, and that's why Bloomberg hired him is, is that he just has really good sources at Apple. So everybody sort of reads what um, what this guy writes at Bloomberg, you know, very carefully because he does seem to have a good a good track record. And so uh, this week, uh, Mark broke the story about Apple's uh, Apple indefinitely pausing development on augmented reality glasses. Uh, it doesn't mean that they've scrapped plans for augmented reality glasses, but that they've halted or that they've they've put those plans on hold. And then instead, what they're going to do is they're going to work on mixed reality glasses and then release those potentially later this year. So, that's so what's the, the difference between um, AR and, and mixed reality? Is that also like VR? Yeah, I think they're all kind of similar. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm not real clear on the yeah. exact, you know, differences and stuff. And I think, I think what I take away from this uh, report is that just, you know, developing those really fancy augmented reality glasses is hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, and that's a surprise to no one, I think. Um, But I think, uh, you know, what I take away from it is that just this, this future of like, you know, super amazing, you know, you put these glasses on, you've got all this stuff that floats in and out of your vision Mm -hmm. as you're walking around that you wear them all day. Um, I think that that future is, you know, far in the future and not necessarily in the next couple of years. Okay. Um, but that Apple is still moving forward on this track and that they're going to do mixed reality. And so my, my understanding is that mixed reality is like, um, you can see through the glasses, you can see your surroundings, but there may be digital things inside of your vision. Um, but, okay. So is that like in the Terminator where we see him like processing, like distance and oh, like man. calculating stuff? What a good example. Yes. Ex- ex- I, that was, that's what I imagine is that it's a lot like that. 
Um, but it, it, it might not be where you would, you know, instead of seeing clouds in the sky, you see whales. Like maybe it's not that specifically, but it might be information in, in your, in your vision. Yeah. That, um, so <laughs> I really like the show called below deck. It's like a reality show where they, they show like, um, you know, the perspective of, of super yachts from the people working on it. And they're always telling the captain when they're docking, like how many meters away from the dock they are or from the dolphins, like the buoys out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I almost could see some um, like uh, work related uh, use cases for that of, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we're not on <laughs> metric system so i'm like i don't i don't know how many meters <laughs> away something is yeah, exactly I, would, I just really watch cool. that show and i'm like man i would be terrible at that job <laughs> you're you're getting close closer closer right. you're yeah. gonna hit yeah, you're gonna hit don't <laughs> hit it you're fired <laughs> but yeah i could see like um you know some manufacturing maybe like you're you're getting too close to uh you're gonna run the forklift into something or um you know, maybe a crane operator or something like that. Um, and then I'm, I'm trying to think for just like a regular person, like what kind of information you would want to kind of glean from your surroundings with this type of, of glasses. Right. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, I mean, because it's none of these products have really been released. We're all just sort of imagining like, what would we do with that right. kind of stuff? And so it, it is hard to know exactly what, you know, what Apple might be working on and, and what, actually might be, you know, released. And I mean, the, the, according to Bloomberg, it's, they're going to, they're going to do some functions. It's going to be mixed reality. It'll be really expensive release later this year. And then Apple's goal is to get that product to be less expensive over time before they start working on sort of the full blown augmented reality glasses that will be released, you know, at some point in the, in the, in the far future. Yeah. And you mentioned, um, you know, that these type of, of glasses are really challenging to make are some of the challenges related to just having reliable connectivity. Um, can also imagine people maybe getting like nauseous, (laughs) wearing them, like seeing all this digital stuff pop up in your, in yeah. your vision. What, what are some of the issues that companies like Apple are facing in um, developing these? Yeah, exactly. And so, and, and as we all know, Apple doesn't, you know, talk about their future products, so they, right. they aren't saying anything, <laughs> but um, you know, I've talked to, uh, I've talked to folks over at Qualcomm and Qualcomm has, has, has long been working on, you know, chipset reference designs for, virtual reality and augmented reality goggles and stuff. And then I also did talk to, um, at CES, I met with HTC and HTC has a pretty big business around their Vive, um, uh, mixed reality and virtual reality headset stuff. And so, yeah, there's, there's a ton of really complex, uh, issues around building these glasses. You know, they first, they, they, they want them to be lightweight. That's really hard because you've got a lot of processing going on inside of them. Uh, you have battery issues. I mean, we all know batteries can be very heavy, especially if they have to power these, these, you know, all, all this stuff that's going on in the glasses. And so, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, potential solutions that people are working on, pairing them with phones, putting a battery around your neck, you know, so it's not on your, on your head. Um, there's a lot of stuff that they're, that they've been working on to, to make these glasses more wearable and less weird, <laughs> but th- there's yeah. a lot of issues. Um, and so, yeah, you know, from processing to battery to all that stuff. Um, but I think what's interesting 
from our perspective is for, for network operators, that's, that's why I thought that this story is so interesting and relevant for our readers is that, or for our, our listeners, I guess, in this case, um, <laughs> would be that, you know, that, uh, I, what, what the, what the folks at HTC were saying is that the end goal is really to stream everything to the glasses. That means that they don't have to store a lot of data inside of them and that and they can be lighter weight, right? So the less that you have to store and process in the glasses, the lighter they can be and the less battery intensive they are. And so really the goal is to get everything to stream to the glasses from somewhere else. And so that really is a networking question. And so you've got to have fast connections, you have to have um, low latency, and probably you have to have some kind of edge computing um, design in order to process stuff close to the user so that the latency is lower. And so that's that's what I think is really interesting in all this, you know, Apple stuff. Apple is one of many companies that's working on this kind of thing. Um, they're always the interesting one to watch, you know. That, but but they're not necessarily the only one that's that's working on this. Um, but it is a, you know, it's watching the, the 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 troubles that Apple might be having and other companies might be having developing this. It's it's really like a sort of a signal for network operators, like how close is this to being a reality? Do they need to start investing in that kind of edge computing infrastructure that might support it or, or not? You know what I mean? Like if, if this kind of stuff is just not in going to happen in the next few years, then you invest in all that edge computing infrastructure, low latency stuff. Maybe that investment is too early and it'll just sit there unused. That that's why I think this is interesting. Yeah, that's, re that's uh, really challenging. Um, you know, you mentioned the expense, too, of these glasses. So then who would even be where, you know, be able to afford them? And then the folks that are trying it out, are they going to have the connectivity to support those glasses and kind of chicken or egg? You know? Very much chicken or egg. And then even if they do come out, is there going to be anything that people will want to do with them? Right, exactly. <laughs> Here's a question. Like maybe they are not going to be real fun to wear and there's not going to be anything cool to do with them. And, you know, it's, it's just, I think it's for, for network operators, it's a real waiting game to see, is this stuff going to come out? Is it going to be, um, you know, are people going to buy it? And then are people going to use it? Mm -hmm. uh, all of those questions are outstanding. And uh, we just don't know. Yeah. 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 That's, that's really interesting. And, you know, you also mentioned um, making them lightweight enough. I mean, your glasses, I wear glasses sometimes, like mm -hmm. that is a big issue of like, I get migraines. So if it's too heavy or there's like pressure in the wrong point, you know, I can get a headache and, and that's an issue. So even if it does all the wonderful things that you want it to do, is it comfortable for the user? And also they're probably going to want something that's stylish as well. Yeah, so. exactly. So, um, and speaking of, I apparently have a incredibly narrow face. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's amazing that my brain can squeeze into the size of my head. Yeah, because you've got such a big brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside from that, questionable <laughs> statement, but uh, like I, I have had to, I've really struggled to get glasses that are narrow enough to that, that don't look weird on me. And so, you know, if the Apple glasses come out, I don't think I want to wear these like big, these glasses that look yeah. big and sized on, on my head. And so how, like, how do you address that? Like, there's so many questions yeah. around this that, that are not necessarily edge computing related. <laughs> I have the opposite problem. I have a really big head 
so much so that I had to buy a men's bike helmet one time because oh, yeah. the guy's like, but the women's oh, size is universal. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not Actually, working it's not. for me. Right. Yep. Yeah. So we can be the extreme use cases if they want to, um, so beta testers. Yeah. As soon as they need some beta testers, we're right up there. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll let them know if we need to throw up or, or, <laughs> or need smaller or bigger sizes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been really interesting, Mike. Thanks for going over this with us. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our amazing producer, Pierre Landrio for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.